Okay. Today's daf is daf pay test, page 89. In the Hedekim Masechus Kshubas, we're going to pick up from the Mishnah on the bottom line of Peches Amad Beis. All right? 88b, very bottom line. Mishnah, let us give an introduction. Here's what would usually happen, but we're going to see that things did change at a certain point. But here's what usually happened when it came to a get. A couple had a ksuba. A husband makes himself responsible to the wife. If our marriage ends in divorce or you end up as a widow, I will pay you whatever's written in the ksuba or my estate will pay you whatever's written in the ksuba. Okay. Now, here's what happened. The estate. Me or my estate are going to pay. Okay. Now, they, they now get divorced. They now get divorced. So there's a get. There's a get. What happens when he gives her a get and a ksuba? She hands him the ksuba. Otherwise, she'll be able to collect again. When he hands her the get, she hands him the ksuba. And when he takes the ksuba, now he's going to take the ksuba, and he also receives a receipt stating that he paid off the ksuba. So they get the ksuba and the receipt. So you're looking at me funny. Why does he need... Two things, all Gavaldic. So Rashi and the Mishnah is going to let us know that there's a concern that just in case um, they get divorced immediately, immediately prior to his death, she might come to collect twice and the get won't be there. So this way he can give a receipt over to his inheritors and this way she can't mach shnik. She can't come with any, with any sort of shnik over here. All right? But generally the way it worked is she, she's got the ksuba. He writes her a get, gives her a get. He now, she, he, uh, she's now giving up on the ksuba, and he's going to receive. He's going to receive a receipt of payment stating that it was paid off. This is the common process. This is the common process of divorce payment as well as proof of payment. Let me enter, Jonathan. Okay, now, Rabiel's asking. Why is it different than any debt? So there's going to be a couple of reasons why. First of all, it's not the type of debt that automatically needs to be paid. What if she dies first? She's got a ksuba, but there's no automatic payment that's going to be made on the ksuba. That's number one. Number two is, and this is going to be, you're leading us on to a very important chiddush of the Mishnah as we get to today's daf, which is that a ksuba is actually considered a debt that's collected by Bezdin. Because it's the Chachamim who established the Abduksuba obligation. So it's considered a Maisa Bezdin. It's considered an act of Bezdin. Okay? And there, what's unique about an act of Bezdin is that when somebody claims that, that, it is, that it was paid off, such a person is not believed unless they prove that they're right. By a regular debt, you're not automatically trusted one over the other. Each one's going to have to bring proof. By an act of Bezdin, there's such strength given to Aksuba that anybody who claims that they paid off Aksuba, but they don't have proof, is not going to be believed unless they, unless they bring evidence. They can't make a Okay, exactly. They're going to have to bring, make, they have to bring evidence. The husband is generally going to have to bring evidence that it was paid. The, the wife in general is going to have the upper hand as opposed to a regular case of a... Of a loan. What is 
A receipt. A receipt. A receipt. A receipt would be a, a, a proof, right? Now, if he has the if the wife gives him the ksuba, that might also suffice. Some sort of witnesses that that saw the payment. Okay. This is Gavaldik. So this is a beautiful conversation. This this understanding that just took us four minutes is going to save us a lot of time as we go through the Mishnah right now. Okay? Let's get going over here. Says the Mishnah. get. The woman, what happens? We know how it's supposed to be. What happens if a woman takes out her get? Now what's she doing with a get? That means the husband gave her a get. And there's no ksuba here. Sechever, let's talk. Do you think it was paid? She doesn't have a ksuba anymore. You, would we assume it's paid off? Yeah, that's why she doesn't have it. But here's the problem. You know what she's saying? The reason why I don't have my ksuba is not because I gave it back to my husband when he paid. I just lost it. That's what she wants to claim. So says the Mishnah, She could still collect her ksuba. Now I'm going to ask you why. The answer is because of the Rabiel's question before. Since a ksuba is a ma'isabezdin, the achrayis, the proof, the responsibility of proving the payment is on the husband. So we say to him, listen, she's claiming she wasn't paid. You're the one who has to bring a proof that it wasn't paid. Prove it. Where's the receipt? And the husband says, I lost the receipt. We say, hold on a second. She claims she lost the, the ksuba. You're claiming you lost the receipt. She can collect her ksuba still. She has the upper hand because the rule is, by my sevesdin, you're going to have to prove otherwise. That is the halacha in the first case. Now, what about the next case? Ksuba. Let's say she still has her ksuba. Ve'en ima get. And there's no get. So you'd think nothing happened. Maybe they're still married even, right? She's like a regular wife. She's got a ksuba. She doesn't have a get. But what's she claiming over here? So let's see. He, Aymeras, she says, I have a ksuba, no get. I'll tell you why she says. Avargiti, my get was lost. So he gave me a get. My get's lost. And I still have my ksuba because he didn't pay me. See, he still owes me a ksuba. Vuhu, Aymer, and he says, I, what are you talking about? I absolutely did pay you. I did pay you. One second. If, if you pay, he's agreeing they're divorced. He said, I did pay you. So we said, what are we going to say to him? So where's the receipt of payment? So you know what he says? Avad shtari. Avad shoivri. I lost my shoiver. I lost my receipt. So she says, I lost my uh, get. He says, I lost my receipt. V'chein. And similarly, let's get into uh, a, a case that we just did last week. Any creditor that comes to collect a loan, the any my prosbul, and he didn't write a prosbul. So he shows up this week after Rosh Hashanah, and he says, "You owe me money." He says to the borrower, "You owe me money." Borrower says, "Yeah, I borrow money from you, but Shmita knocks off all loans. So where's your prosbul?" And the guy, the lender, says, "I lost it." They're agreeing there was a loan. But he says, I lost the prosbul. You know what the Allah in all these cases is? The case of ksuva ve'ni might get. And uh, says the Mishnah, You can't. 
You can't collect. There's no obligation to pay up. I, where's your, where's your prusbal? One second. I, I wrote a prusbal. I just lost it. Okay, where is it? Unless you show us that the loan is still effective. Sorry. And we say the same thing to a, the same thing to a woman who has a ksuva without a get. And the husband says, I lost my, uh, I lost my uh, receipt. So we say to her, you can't collect unless you have proof that it wasn't paid. That is the second, the middle situation of the mission. Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says, a fascinating idea, and that is, min from a time of danger and onwards. Now Rashi quickly explains the time of danger was, there were eras in Jewish history where the, the Gentile governments outlawed any Jewish documentation. This is part of their trying to force assimilation. You have a, a get or, or a ksuba or a prosbol in your domain. Yeah, I'll lock them up in jail. Right? Yeah, exactly. Lock them up. Get rid of these guys. Uh, chutzpah against our... What's wrong with our civil courts? Right? So there's a time of danger where it was mamish dangerous to hold on to these documents. So as we say, at a time of danger... So then we're going to say, says Hashem ben Elazar, says Hashem Gamliel, a woman can collect her ksuva without a get. She can collect her ksuva. She doesn't. She can collect her ksuva. We're, we're going to trust her. We trust her. And a balchayev can also collect without a prosbol. Now this is unique. Why? By a woman, we understand. We understand. It's a ma'aseh bezdin given over the upper hand. Why, when it comes to prosbol, do we give him the upper hand? See, here there's a fascinating idea, and that is, listen, if we're not going to be, if, if, it's, if it's dangerous to have Jewish documentation, so now we have to get into psychology. We have to get into people's psyche. And we're going to say like this. In general, if a person has the ability to write a prosbol, they'll write one. That's it. In general, since he had the achilus to write one, and he's claiming he wrote one. We're going to give him, so to speak, the benefit of the doubt. That now that he's claiming he had one, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Again, because nobody's going to have a proof either way. So over here, when you had an easy way, it was so easy for you to keep the loan going, and you're claiming you did it, Beseder, you'll keep it going. Beseder. Here we go. We're not going to assume a person collects in a forbidden way when he had an option of collecting it in a permitted way. That's what we're saying over here. He had an option to write a prosbol. That's a free-for-all for everybody. Anybody can easily get their hands on a prosbol. We're going to assume he did it. Why would he go and, and collect Baderach Isser when he had such an easy way to collect Baderach Heter? That's the swar. That's the logic that, uh, that the Mephorshim bring down over here. Why will allow him to collect without a prosbol? Again, in general, we'll say you need documentation. But when it's dangerous to have documentation... So, you know, we're going to assume most people want to do it right. Want to do it right. Okay, here we go. Says the Gemara, You learn from our Mishnah that in general, what do you do when the husband pays off the ksuba? You write a receipt. That's the assumption. Now, the assumption the Gemara is making right now is she's going to hold on to the ksuba. She's not going to get back to him. She's going to hold on to it and she'll just write a receipt. Because that's really all it said in the Mishnah. If he has a receipt, so we assume it's paid off. Fine. 
Now the e ain't kaisven shayver because if there's in general we don't write the, we don't we're not relying on the receipts. Leichush, why aren't we concerned? Doma mafka loksuvasa the gaviaba. Maybe she's going to go ahead and try to collect the ksuba twice. Maybe she'll uh, take the ksuba twice. It's a good kasha. Now why would she do that? She might need it. First of all, she might well she might need it, but how could you come back to the second husband? How could you come back to the husband a second time? The answer is, says Rashi, he died. He died. So if she's going to hold on to the ksuva, and he's not going to have a receipt, so he paid off the ksuva, and then she'll show up to the inheritors and say, uh, you know, um, it was never paid off, pay me again. So we say, write the husband a receipt. Write the husband a receipt. So I'm a Rav, Rav says no. Maybe we're dealing in a place where the, the minog was to not have a ksuba at all. Remember, earlier in the Masechta, we brought down that there were certain places and times, and the halacha really is, if a woman doesn't have a ksuba, her husband's obligated to pay her anyway. If a woman loses her ksuba and they get divorced, husband still has to pay her. That is an act of bezdin that every husband has to pay his wife, a basula, 200 zuz. So Rob's saying, maybe the only time you do this and you don't return the ksuba, rather you write a, a receipt, is when there, when there was no ksuba. Okay, so then we're going to say, you can, only, uh, you can only collect the ksuba when you have a get and he doesn't have a receipt. Shmuel, our Shmuel says no. Says Shmuel, I'm not going to guys some ksuba. We could even be, our mission could even be done at a place where they have a ksuba, still, still you need a shiver. Says the, uh, now, according to, for Shmuel to say that, he's going to say, with the ksuba, you also need a receipt. Says Gemara, is that, is that true to be Shmuel's opinion? Will Shmuel Shmuel really hold that in order for a husband to prove that the ksuba is paid off, he needs, uh, he needs to have a receipt? Is that Taka Shmuel's opinion? Says the Gemara, Amar Ravon, Ravon says, well, let me explain to you how Shmuel's opinion was explained to me. Shmuel himself explained to me that B'makam She'en Kaisvin that let's say there's a place where they don't have a minute to write out, uh, you know, they, they don't always write out a ksuba. But Omar, Kosafti, and the husband says, you know, I did write a ksuba. I did. So you have like this. You have uh, the city of um, Timbuktu. Timbuktu, there's no ksubas. A, a, a husband comes and he says, I happen to have written a ksuba to my wife. Okay. I wrote a ksuba to my wife. And therefore... You know why she doesn't have the ksuba? Because I paid it. That's what he wants to claim. He's different. He's special. His situation is special. I paid off. Like, really? Where's your receipt? I don't need a receipt. I did a ksuba. She gave it back to me. What do we say? I love the hubby Raya. Okay, the onus is on him to prove. Show the, show the yeah. ksuba. Huh? Show the yeah, right. So prove it. That's it. Just prove it. We're not going to... Bamakam Shakaisen. What about a place where the mina, where they did write ksubas like we have? The Amro Laikasavli. And the wife says, he never wrote me a ksuba. Allah Raya. It's on her to bring a raya. She has to prove that the reason why there's no ksuba is because he never gave her one. Otherwise, we're going to assume the husband already paid her off and that's why there's no ksuba over there. Now, no mention of receipt right now in that case. Says Rav Anon, the af rav hadarbe, and you should know that Rav eventually backed, who argued on Shmuel, eventually backed out of his opinion, who said that we're dealing with a place where they didn't write a ksuva. Now, how do I know Rav backed out of his exp- explanation of the Mishnah? Don't Rav, because Rav says, whether we're dealing with a place where they usually write a star, whether it's a place where they don't usually write a, a ksuva, get 
Goiva, Iker, Ksuva, Get, Goiva, Iker, Ksuva, Goiva, Iker, Ksuva, Goiva, Taisefes. She says, it doesn't make a difference whether you are in a city where it's expected to have a ksuva. Let me give you a say where there it's not expected to, 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 to uh, give a ksuva. Get goiva ikr. If she has a get, she could collect a ksuva. Ksuva goiva tesefes. If she has a ksuva, that allows her to collect anything extra in the ksuva, right? Because very often, they would add on to the 200 zoos of what was in. So she wants to say, he promised me more than 200. We're going to say, listen, produce your get, you get your new 200. Produce the ksuva, which states explicitly that he offered you also a Lamborghini. Beseder. We'll give you the extra. And anybody who wants to mess with this halacha could try to mess with this halacha. Okay. Says the Gemara. Okay, we're going to try to mess with it. You want to challenge us? A good yid is always up for a challenge. So here we go. Tanam, we learned in the Mishnah. Ksuba ve'ini maget. What happened in our case of our Mishnah? The wife shows up with a ksuba demanding payment. And we say, where's the divorce document? Where's the get? She says, I lost it. I don't have it. My get is lost. And he says, I lost my receipt. I gave you a get. And uh, I paid you. And I lost my receipt. So each lost something. Also by a regular loan. It's after Shemitah. He doesn't have a prosbol. Why does he get a receipt with the get? With the ksuba. Yeah, no, it... She, she's holding on to the ksuba And in place of that She gave him a, a, a shaver A receipt We said in our Mishnah That there's no obligation To pay the woman the ksuba And there's no obligation For the borrower to pay the lender Prove that you wrote a prisbal Now Bishlam al-Shmuel That makes sense According to Shmuel Who says That a get allows her To collect everything when do you allow to collect everything? In a place where it's not usual to have a ksuba. So when she shows up with a get, and she wants to collect, and she says, my ksuba agreement, there's no documentation, that's the minute of the place, no documentation. My ksuba agreement was 200 zuz plus a Lamborghini. Says Shmuel, listen, it all goes together. It all goes together. If, if he really paid it, where's the shaver, we say to him, where's the receipt? We, 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 especially in a place where there's a minute to not have a ksuva, you sure better have a receipt stating uh, what you paid off. The Yomar Kosafti, and the husband says, now I'll tell you why, because I was special. And even though in my place they don't usually write a ksuva, I wrote a ksuva. I, I want it. You're not going to say to the husband, prove it. Prove you're different than everybody else. If he doesn't bring a proof, go pay. Go pay. So according to Shmuel, fine. That would be the halacha b'seder. El Rav, but according to Rav, and again according to Rav, a get allows her to get the main amount, and the ksuba allows her to get everything else. Nahid ikr gavia. I I get that if she loses her get, I get that if she loses her get, she's going to lose out on the initial two hundred zuz. But now that she's got her ksuba, and the ksuba is what states the extra, allow her to collect the Lamborghini and not take the 200. Because at least she has documentation. At least she has the, the usual document that allows a Lamborghini collection. At least give her that. Rav, why are you saying that she doesn't have anything unless she proves? Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef says, you know what we're dealing with over here? 
there's no edim to the gerishin at all. There's no edim bechlal uh, whatsoever about the divorce. Okay. In other words, she's showing up with a ksuba and saying, "I was divorced." And know we say to her, "Very nice. That's a wonderful thing that you got divorced." I'm sure it was a terrible marriage, and it was a big mazel tov when you got divorced. But how do we know that you're really divorced? Where's your get? She says, I don't have a get. She says, okay, where's the Adam? I don't have Adam. And she wants to collect. Okay? So what's happening? She, they go to the husband, and they say, pay up. And what does he say? I'm divorced, but I paid. He's agreeing to the divorce, but he says, I paid. See, here we go. Migu since. The husband could have said, I never divorced her. He could have said the first, what are you talking about? He could have. What's that? He's got a feeder. He got a feeder. Okay, he's going divorce her today. Fine. Migu, he could have said, because she has no proof to the divorce. Top of Ahmed Bey's. So we believe him to say as well, yeah, I'm divorced. I'm divorced, but the my side paid her off, so I don't know her anything. Okay. Says the Gemara, but we learned in the Sefer, says, time of danger and onwards, a woman is able to collect the without any documentation. Because again, there was, uh, there's no expectation to hold on to, the doc- to your documentation. We're assuming, what, what did they do when it was a time of danger? They just, no documentation, nobody knows anything, it's just, it's just trust? No, of course. You know what you did instead of documentation? Testimony. You always made sure there were witnesses. Zehu. Witnesses. Allo, Habibi. That's the way to do it. So we'll say the same thing over here. So we're dealing with the case of if you're not going to have what she collecting with, she has no riot to anything. How is she collecting her ksuba? It must be in the case of the seifa, there, there, there is witnesses. So too in our case. How can you tell me in the race that there's a case of no witnesses? Now, in order to ask this question, we have to be familiar with how Mishnayis works. The way Mishnayis works is that whenever we sh- we, there's a shift in halacha, we always assume it was the same case. So since in the seifa, by the case of Rav Shibbing Amlil, it must be that there are witnesses involved, how can you explain that the case right before that is dealing with a case where there was no documentation and no witnesses. Of course there's witnesses. Otherwise, it's a whole different uh, shit. Rishim Gamliel is not at Eri Chiddush. He's coming out of left field with a whole new uh, situation. Says the Gemara, you're right. Let's re-explain the mission. Ella rather cooler Rishim Gamliel he. You should know, even though we only quote Rishim Gamliel at the end, the entire Mishnah is, is really his opinion. So why are we only mentioning him at the end? Says the Gemara, And it's worthwhile repeating what we do every uh, month or two or so when we come across the Chesurei Mechzera. This is not a cop-out. Chesurei Mechzera, it's missing pieces. Let me add some words to make this all make sense. Yeah, otherwise we're in trouble. No, Chesurei Mechzera, Taisus Yomtev says, very often you had Amirahim that were taught Mishnayis by the Rebbe, and the Rebbeim, uh, since it was Teresh Shabal Peh, would teach it over in a way of a poem, a way of a song. 
in order to help the Talmudim retain the information better, sometimes they would drop some words to help them remember the, the Mishnah better. But unfortunately, this led to sometimes confusion of this child getting older and misquoting what really the Mishnah said. So sometimes the other, his fellow Amiraim, would tell him, no, 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 let me explain to you, your whole shita is coming about because of a chesurim achsa. Your Rebbe in Shir and Cheder left out some words from his poem, from his song that he would teach. And this is really what the Mishnah said. So we're not adding in words like, oh, because we're in trouble, so let's make this. No, no, no. There, there's, a, there's a rhyme and reason to what it is. They're reminding, they're actually teach, reteaching the Mishnah <coughs> to whichever Amayra quote it. Says Gemara, chesurim achsa, Vahachi, really the whole mission of Shingom Leo, Vahsuri Maxer Vahidani. And really, it's Vahsuri Maxera, there's some missing words over here, and this is really what the Mishnah should say. Hare Elo La Yefru. In these cases where you're missing the get or you're missing the prosbol, there's no collection that's allowed to happen. La Yiparu, they're not allowed to collect, says the Gemara Y. That's when there's no Aiden for the Gershon. But if there's witnesses about the divorce, she could collect the extra, the Iker, and also, uh, she could collect the extra, the Iker, and about the Iker, if she shows up with a get, that allows her to take the initial 200, or 100 if she was in Amana. And the initial amount she actually cannot take. Again, because why? In Rob's opinion, the, the, the get is what allows the, there's no Ksuba here. So the get is what it's allowing the initial 200 and the um, witnesses are going to establish the extra. Okay, sorry, I lost the place. Says Gemara. From the time of danger and onwards. Now we're getting to the safe of the Mishnah. Even though that she doesn't pull out a get, still gavya, she could still collect the initial hundred or two hundred. She doesn't need a get to allow her to collect the initial two hundred. Why? Who's been the author of the Mishnah the whole time? He's also of the opinion. From the time it was dangerous to have the documentation in, in your uh, possession and onwards, a woman's even allowed to collect a ksuv without a get, beautiful. So now Rav fits in beautifully with our Mishnah. Again, Machlekes Rav and Shmuel, uh, Shmuel was of the opinion that you collect both the uh, Iker and the Tesefes, they go hand in hand. Rav said no, Rav says that the the get is what allows the Iker, the initial 100 or 200, and the Edim allowed the Tesefes and Lemaisa, we just allowed Rav to fit beautifully with our Mishnah. Okay, says the Gemara. Amri la Rav Kahan Ravasi the Rav Kahan Ravasi say to Rav again, who makes the discrepancy between what allows you to collect the Iker and what allows you to collect the extra? Ladidach, according to you, Rav, the Amrit get goyva Iker. You hold that the get allows a, a woman holding on to the get, producing the get, showing the get allows her to take the initial amount. Excuse me. If you have a widow from Nisuin. When is she ever getting her ksuba? When is she ever getting her ksuba? Be'ede misa. Because according to Rav, the collection is only going to come through witnesses. It's the only way she collects the ksuba is by, is by giving witnesses. Now what are the witnesses? There's witnesses that her husband's not around anymore. They were at his levaya. Okay? So 
So you have Ede Misa, witnesses that he died. I don't understand. Ready for this? Even if you were by her husband's Levaya, how did you know he didn't hand her a get 10 minutes before he, uh, he slipped away? How do you, just because you witnessed something, do you, know, do you know everything that happened previously? You know everything that happened previously. You don't know. It could be uh, he, Dafka divorced her 10 minutes before. He got into a fight. He didn't want, let's say they were childless. He didn't want her to have to be a vamo, whatever. You don't know what happened right beforehand. Says the Gemara, why, aren't we, why, are, why don't we suspect perhaps there was a divorce? Umafka Lagita, the Gaviole. And if we allow her to collect her ksuba through witnesses, you know what she's going to do? She'll collect her 200 plus her Lamborghini. And then in two weeks, she'll show up to a different Besden and pull out her get that she got before and take from the estate again 200 plus a Lamborghini. According to you, Rob, that you're relying on the, that, uh, you're relying on the witnesses to take the, uh, the Iker amount, Witnesses of what? Witnesses of death? Witnesses of death don't know everything. They just know he died. They don't know whether or not there's a get given already. Why would we set, us, set ourselves up for a possible um, uh, f- uh, fraudulent collection? Says the Gemara, We know that they were living together in the same house the whole time. We're not concerned there was a get. Says the Gemara, Maybe he divorced her right before he died. Like we said, he doesn't want her to be a Vama, whatever it is. So right before he passed away, yeah. says, He says, if he did this, okay, so that's the risk that the husband took. That's the risk he took. But it's not an excuse to not allow her to collect with Aiden. Says the Gemara, okay, Almanam and Erison by my Gavya. When somebody's an Almana from Erison, so now the couple never lived together. How's she collecting her Ksuba? Again, witnesses that the husband died. They got divorced right before he died. And she's going to go collect in a different court. She'll go take her 200 elsewhere. I said before the Lamborghini. It's not really true with the Lamborghini because that's Tesefes, right? And the, the get is what's allowing the, the Iker. It's the get that's allowing, uh, that's allowing the Iker amount. Says the Gemara, really in a place where it's like Efshir, where we're kind of stuck, we're going to say, Kasvinon Shaiver, we're going to say that a receipt has to be written, because if you don't hold that a receipt has to be given, even witnesses of that they were at the Levaya themselves, Nechosh, we should also be concerned about them. Maybe she'll bring these witnesses to another court and try to collect again. Yeah, maybe they'll be on it with her. She'll say, hey, let's go to a different court and do a splitski. You know, I'll, I'll take 200 and I'll, I'll give you a cut. And they'll, they'll, they'll walk around collecting fraudulently. Elevada, I'd rather, what are you going to say? In a place where we're just doing our best. There's, no, there's really no other option. Obviously, we're going to do our best to ensure that there's a receipt given. This way... Yeah, the the husband pays once he gets his receipt. The wife wants to go around again collecting. He always has the receipt. But otherwise, and and this is a very important idea. I think this is a very important idea for life and many 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 things. Obviously, you want to cover your bases and do your best. But at times, you have to you have to allow like things to just be, even if even if it's not uh, not always uh, so perfect. As Rabbi Friend uh, famously said at the last Siyam Mashas. That perfection is the enemy of good. 
And it's so, so true. There are so many good things that we don't do because ultimately it's not going to be perfect. We're waiting for the perfect time to do this, the perfect time to do that. And it's never the perfect time. So you don't end up doing the good things. It says perfection is the enemy of good. You have to know, you have a good matzah, a good, is this, says the Gemara, is this is a perfect system? No, but it's the best you have and you hope that people are going to behave you know, uh, within that system. And very, very often in life, you have, you have to be tzifridin, uh, you know, uh, and, and hope for the best. Okay. Amar Last in line on Paytesamud Bays. Markshisha Bedravashi said, Amona mina Arisin. If you have an Amona from Arisin, so they never moved in together. Minalan from where do we know the Islaksuva? How do we know there's a Ksuva at all? Now, if she has a Ksuva, of course she gets it. But without a Ksuba. Doesn't have a ksuba. Hey, no, Bezin to give it to her. Either Mamaha, if you know, if you, if you're going to say it's from our Mishnah, which says Nesarmelin is Garsha, if a woman is a widow or divorce, baby, there is a widow and so on. Go visit her. You could collect Vidoma the Kosovla. Maybe it's only when the ksuba is written, but maybe they, maybe the husband that never wrote a ksuba yet. Maybe we should say you guys never moved in. You were never fully married. He never wrote a ksuba. Yeah, last letter of the olive base. Tough. You don't get. Maybe you don't get. All right. The Gemara is asking, how do you know that as soon as he puts a ring on her finger, automatically she's entitled? That's basically our question. The Chitim, if you're going to say, even if he writes a Ksuba, then if the case of the Mishnah is he wrote a Ksuba, then what's the whole Chiddush? Meaning, the Mishnah is even talking about a case, obviously there's no Ksuba. No. The Fukidrog is Benazariah, the Amar, holds it the only reason that even when a man writes a, a ksuba to his wife, he's writing it assuming and conditional on them moving uh, on them moving in together. And therefore, the chiddush of the Mishnah is that even in Arusa, when she's widowed or divorced beforehand, will still um, will still uh, get her ksuba and everything else that's written and that's written into the ksuba as well. Dekanami, and we can infer this is actually the the halach of our mission as well. Diktani, because the Mishnah says, Gaiva es hakol, she collects hakol, collects everything. What does everything mean? say that he wrote her a, a ksuba, and that's why she's able to collect everything. I don't understand. Mishum hachi, that's why, I'm sorry. Mishum hachi, that's why, Gaiva es she gets everything. He wrote her, so a document's a document. It's like a, it's like he he lent her money. It's like an IOU. Eliyam, it's like Kosovo. If you're going to tell me a case where there was no ksuba for her, and now she's coming to collect a ksuba, we're going to say, hey, who are you to collect a ksuba? She'll say, listen, Bezdin says, Maisa Bezdin. Bezdin says, any married woman gets a ksuba. Is that, is, if that's what she's showing up to do, my guy has a kol. What does it mean she collects kol, everything? He never promised anything. She has the, the, the ikr. All she has is the principal amount. So it's got to be a case where there's actually a ksuba written. And if we're dealing with a case where there's actually a ksuba written, how do you know that if there's no ksuba written, a wife automatically collects a ksuba? Where do you find the source? From the Mishnah, if the Mishnah says that you collect from Erson and Nesuun, again, it has to be over those cases where something was written. And we're still looking for a source. Erison, he dies, they get divorced. How do you know she gets a ksuba if he never wrote her a ksuba? How do you know she could collect anything? Says the Gemara. 
the Ella rather. I'll tell you, maybe, maybe uh, another source. This taught us Arusa. If you have a woman who's an Arusa, so he's not considered an Ainin. Let's say his wife dies; they haven't moved in together, so he doesn't have the status of an Ainin. Right? That, that initial state of grief before the relative has passed. Also, if he's a Kayan, he's not being metameter. The chain he similarly Mesa in Yarsha. Mesa who? Gaibak Suvasa. Over there, if he dies, Gaibak Suvasa, you collect Suva. Says the Gemara, in that case as well, you have no proof in the Mishnah. Don't the Kasavla. Maybe over there, there's actually a get written. Even if you're going to say, E Kasavla, my Lememra, if a get, if, uh, if a Suva was written, what's the whole Kiddush over here? Mesa in Yarsha, Shrikhale. I'll tell you. The case I'll tell you the Kiddush is. The Kiddush is Mesa in Yarsha. That if, if, uh, if, she, if she dies, in Yarsha, they're not going to, uh, he, he's not going to inherit her. So again, the Chiddush, the Mishnah, is Mesha in Yarsha. It's not teach me any case. The Chiddush is not here to teach me a case where no Ksuba was written. So we're still looking for a source that in Arusa, without a Ksuba, has an automatic right to accept the Ksuba. Okay. Amar Le Rav Nachman, Ravuna. Rav Nachman says to Ravuna, Larav, the Amar get Goyve Iker, according to Rabu says that when she has a get, she gets her initial hundred or two hundred. Lechosh Doma Mafka Gita Bahai Bedina Bagavia. Why aren't we concerned she'll bring a get to the Bezdin in one part of town, collect the Ksuba, and then go to Bezdin part of town, collect the Ksuba? Vajra Mafka Gita Bahai Bagavia. Bechitema the Karanale. And if you're going to tell me, now this is crucial, Chavra, listen closely. I'll tell you what you could do. Even if there's no Ksuba and there's no receipt, you know what you could do once she collects her ksuba? The bezdin that demanded the payment should oversee the payment and then tear up the ksuba so she cannot use it again. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, tear up the ksuba. Tear up the get. Tear up the get. Put a tear in it. And now she wants to walk into a different bezdin. Says, look, I got a get. And it's torn. That's a simon from the other bezdin. It's paid off. Amra <clears throat> You know she's going to say to Bez number one, no, 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 no. Please don't tear up my get. Yeah, please don't tear up my get because I need to be able to prove when, when I go on um, when I go on the you know uh, the, the the when I go out for shaduchim again, and people want to know that I have a valid get. I need to be able to show that I'm really divorced. So I don't want you to uh, take away my get. So more answers. The karinon lay, we tear it. The kasvinon agabe, and then we write gita da anan keranuhi. The get that we tore lav mishum the gita apostle is not because it's a messed up get. Ella rather the like the hadar b'tikvu beizim nachrina. Simple answer. Nowadays they cut up a get. Why do they cut up a get nowadays? Menachem is pointing out. Nowadays we don't we don't give anybody the get. The get nowadays remains in Besden and it gets cut. All the divorced couple receives is a, doc, is a document from the Besden stating that they oversaw it. The reason for this is because Klal Yisrael cannot afford to have Gitin floating around that in 50 years or 100 years or 200 years are found and some new uh, uh, Hummer Dicka person 
uh, or Bezdin finds a psul in the get, and they start mamzering up uh, families in Kral Yisrael. Your parents weren't really divorced. Uh, yeah, out the, out the, out the, out the, Bobby. You know that? Okay. No. It does matter. It does matter. Because, no, it does matter. It does matter. It, it, you know, we're not going to say, listen, if it's puzzle, it's puzzle. And the MS is, it's not true. Gavaldik. Mishnah, six lines for uh, seven. Seven lines to the bottom of Peites Amr Bey. It's a very short Mishnah Gemara. Let's, let's, uh, let's get through this. Says the Mishnah, snake eating the snake suvis. A woman shows up with two gitten and two ksubas. <laughs> she, she's stacking up now. All right. Uh, same guy. Now, is, is it possible to have two gitten and two ksubas? He could. You know why? You married him twice. Married him twice. You married, divorced, married, divorced. She's showing up to Bezdin. She says, I was divorced twice. And I want to collect tuksubas. Kaibash take suvas. So we'll say, yeah, taka. You know? <laughs> you can collect tuksubas. What if she shows up with two ksubas and one get? Or one ksuva and two get? Or she shows up with a ksuva document, a get document, and witnesses that her husband died, or witnesses signed that her husband died. Then we're only going to allow her to collect one ksuba from the estate. Why? Because whenever a man divorces his wife and remarries her, the, the, the assumption is, it's going to be one ksuba payment. Now, so unless two ksubas were written, so then that's, that's his, he's willing. If he wrote two ksubas, but otherwise, unless he mamish wrote out two ksubas, one ksuva, why? Because the assumption is but that he remarried her and the original ksuva is she's going to be able to collect once. Not that, she's, not that they agreed to really pay up twice. Says the Gemara, one second. We're assuming that when she shows up with two ksubas, it's not that she, should collect, she could collect both. She can't collect twice. The assumption is she could collect with either one. Now, they might even be different amounts. Two documents that come out one after another. And the later one nullifies the first one. Whichever one's later must be the replacement. So why are we allowing you to collect with either one? We should say whichever one is dated later is the newest one. That's the updated one. That's the updated Ksuba. Says Gemara, what do you mean? Did we learn Amr Papa? That let's say he adds on a decal, he adds on a date palm into the ksuba. I'm adding on, you have your 200 plus a Lamborghini plus a date palm tree. So he's adding on. So to our Mishnah, we're dealing with a case where the second ksuba had, had an additional amount. Let's say she pulls out a get and a ksuba and a documentation that her husband passed away. Top of tomorrow's daf, if the date on the get is before the date on the ksuba, okay, the second ksuba, so now what's happening is like this. What's happening is like this. Both ksubas are after the second marriage. So Gaivesh takes ksubas. We're going to assume he gave her two ksubas on the second marriage and she could collect them both. Because 
right? Because he's we're we're going to assume the the logic here is the later one is not replacing the first one. The later one is adding to the first one. Ksuva, huh? He likes her so much. He wants to add to the ksuba later. Well, so just give her more money in one. Right? He, he wants it to go to her after his death. Oh, see, he's just writing a new document. He's, uh, yeah. Another document. You're, ad- you're asking why didn't he do it the first one? Because the Edom already signed. There's no more space. Never was. So write a new ksuba. Kaivash take ksuvas. She collect both. Fine. Ksuba kadamis like But let's say the ksuba came before the date of the, of the first get, of the first marriage. So now I know that the ksuba was part of the first marriage. She can only collect one ksuba. Why? Whenever a person remarries his wife, he's going back on the assumption of the original ksuba. We'll hold it here for this evening. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Tomorrow we are going to be doing daf in the morning. We're doing daf in the morning. Uh, 9.30, Do daf at 9.30 a.m. 9.30 a.m. tomorrow morning. Zagabenst.